630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Edmonton Oilers and Eskimos. 6.30 Chad. Well, that was a lot of fun to have John Short in studio. Thanks to everybody who has uh, texted in. There's a guy who... Uh has meant a lot to this city, to this region, with his coverage of sports and his uh, his talk show that I listened to when I was just a young little Wilkie living in Evansburg. NHL tonight, Islanders lead the Flyers 3-1, Red Wings and Capitals 3-3 early in the third. Predators trail the Rangers 3-2, that's in the third. Canucks up 2-0 on the Blue Jackets with 13 minutes left. 16 minutes to go in Buffalo. The Ducks have a 2-1 advantage. Bruins taking it to the Sharks. 5-2 lead early third period. Next batch of games in the second period. Blues up on the Leafs 1-0. Senators lead the Stars 2-1. The Kings pounding the Panthers 6-1. And just getting underway are the Penguins and the Avalanche and the Canadians and the Coyotes. Your scoreboard is brought to you by Crystal Glass. For all your glass needs, visit crystalglass.ca. You can always text us at 630-630. The phone number is 780-496-0063. A lot of fun with John Short. Well, we're going to keep having fun. So bring a steak over easy, make that bacon greasy, is that the hair of the dog I hear? It's 10 a.m. on this ocean pier, and I'm sipping on breakfast beer. Breakfast beer, it'll kill a hangover, tipping on Well, so you don't if I was going to play one song from our next guest, might as well pick the one with beer in the title, as I'm pleased to welcome country music star Gord Bamford to Inside Sports. Gord, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Reed? I'm doing very well. Thanks for making time for us tonight. Uh, breakfast beer from uh, Tim Ro- uh, Tin Roof, the CCMA yeah. Album of the Year for 2016. So congratulations on that. But I got to ask you first, buddy, what was your inspiration for that song? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. You know, actually, you know, I guess traveling so much and uh, you know, playing and being on the road, being in airports, you know, I'm there quite a bit. You know, fly out early mornings and. Uh, you always, you always see people going on vacation, and and they're always sitting in the, you know, the airport uh, pub having breakfast and a beer. You know, so it was kind of kind of that thing. The funny thing about that song is, there's a line in it. It, it, it talks about a Caesar, and, and us Canadians are the only people that really know what a Caesar is. So you got to explain that when you're playing playing your music outside of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The Caesar uh, unique <laughs> to Canada, and uh, now yeah. you need to write a song about green onion cakes because they started in Edmonton, yeah. right? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> now, I, I I know you listen to uh, to Rob and I sometimes. I don't know how often you listen to Inside Sports, but I'm, I've become a bit of a craft beer uh, junkie over oh, yeah. the last six or seven years. Have you got into the the, the, the craft beer scene as well, or, or what, what's that like? You know, a little a little bit, not much though. But uh, uh, there's a guy that actually a friend of mine that that works with ATB Financial that got me into it a little bit. So. Not a lot. Not like you boys have, that's for sure. Yeah, I've become pretty snooty. I'm not going to lie to you. People get a, it's, if people go for a pint with me, they're in for a five-minute uh, diatribe and rant on the taps, quality of the taps. So I'm pretty well, insufferable. I'll look forward to that then. Yeah. We'll yeah. To do that. Yeah. Where are you right now, Gord? Yeah, I'm in Nashville. We've been, I've been living down here for a couple of years. Uh, but uh, we are, uh, bought some lakefront property back by, uh, 
Buffalo Lake there, Pelican View Estates. We're going to be building a place back there this spring and, and heading on back. But uh, I'm not sure right now. Right on. Well, I want to talk hockey with you, but uh, I want to get to know you a little bit too. And I, and I know you obviously have a big following in, in Edmonton and and uh, and Northern Alberta. But your your career has been going great. When did you first sort of sort of break into country music and think to yourself, "My goodness, I might be able to to make a career out of this." Well, you know, it's kind of funny because I, uh, you know, I grew up playing, you know, hockey and baseball, and you know, I went over to Australia after high school and played ball over there in a in a pro league, and you know, got as high as playing a little bit of junior hockey, but you know, grew up in Lacombe, just up the road, and from Edmonton there, and you know, really just kind of dabbled in the music. Kind of, I guess it was the Garth Brooks era that kind of got me into it, and. uh you know, I basically entered a contest on a bet from a friend. And ended up winning it. It was a search of the stars and kind of went from there. Went and uh, played back when I was getting into it. There, there's lots of live music still in the in bars and stuff. And, and I was able to play like five, six nights a week, you know, every week in a, bars across uh, mainly Western Canada at that point, into Saskatchewan, all, all over the place. But uh, kind of honed my skills that way and just. Uh, yeah, really grassroots type of story, man. Just kind of ended up being where I am today. Just kind of met some great people, and, you know. Really did, you know. My music's really kind of, like I said, blue collar, relatable, and just kind of, kind of happened. You know, it's, I actually ask myself that every day. Like, how did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you What do you like most about? It? I mean, a lot of people think like, oh, well, he's a he's a country singer, so he must enjoy being uh, being famous. But I usually find that's not not the answer. I mean, what what do you like most about the profession? Well, I think it's such a great genre to that connects with people. You know, the music connects with people, and you know, I found for my stuff that uh, you know just had a ton of you know email and fan mail from people that you know a song's changed their life or it's helped them through different times or you know that yeah i've got songs about my kids i've got songs about drinking beer i've got you know just all the relatable type stuff that you know people people you know send you messages on and then when you sit there and play it live and you look out and everybody sing along to, to your songs it's a pretty cool thing you know and i think that's the best part do you have a uh, most memorable concert that you ever performed you know, I, I like the I like the small stuff a lot, but uh, um, you know, back I've been able to have a chance to play Rex all there a couple times. So uh, I mean, I did uh, a Tim McGraw thing there once, and a, a Reba McIntyre show there. But uh, you know, a lot of a lot of them have been great. You know, I've I've had a chance to play with lots of, lots of my heroes. You know, George Strait, and just waiting to hopefully play the, the new rink in Edmonton at some point. That'll be that's a bucket list now. So. <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll get here. Uh, Garth Brooks has it booked, I think, for the next two years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, what is it next yeah, week? Something. But yeah, when you when you and you mentioned you know, you looked up to him when you when you were younger. When when you hear a guy is able to sell out, I think it's nine shows. Yeah. And he's doing two shows in a day, a yeah. couple of times. What do you, what, what's your reaction to that? Well, I mean. it's I've had a chance to meet Garth. We actually uh, went to Vegas for my wife's um, birthday, and he looked after us. And, you know, when you get a chance to meet him and you and you spend a little time with him, it, it's almost it's pretty easy to see why he continues to, you know, do what he's doing. I mean, he's just such a great person, and he's good with people. And I mean, the fact that when I was growing up, he was he was the thing, you know. And now he took all this time off, and now he's back and. Like you said, he's selling out eight shows over how many nights. You know, it's a 
pretty amazing. And and I hear that uh, you know one of our local country singers, you know Brett Kissel, is going to get a chance to be on those shows. So that's going to be great for him. And uh, it's good that Garth's going to do something like that. So. Gord Bamford joining us on Inside Sports. The uh, latest album, Tin Roof, came out in April uh, 2016. Uh, I, I got your whole bio here. I mean, 21 top 10 singles in Canada. Uh, you've had number one singles. Uh, you had the CCMA Song of the Year in 2015. Those are just some of the uh, highlights. Does, do, the, the, do the awards uh, mean something to you, or is it more like you said, you just want to make sure you're connecting with people? Well, I think, I mean... I guess if, if you look at it anyway, whether you're an athlete or you, you compete at something, I mean, it's still a, you still want to be at the top of your game when you're in the music business or whether you're a, you know, an electrician wants to be the best electrician out there. So for me, yeah, I mean, they're huge. I mean, the awards are, are a big thing and they rec, you know, you're getting recognized not only by your peers, but, you know, fans and, um, it's, it's great to win them. You know, it's something that, uh, I never dreamt in a million years we'd be able to do as well as we have. You know, in fact, I, I remember, you know, going to the shows as a fan and wanting to, you know, dreaming of the day of standing up on the podium and accepting the male focus of the year. You know, it's just, you know, I guess things, they do happen, you know. So, uh, yeah, they're all fantastic, you know, and it's just, uh, the industry's gotten so good, you know, it's over the last few years that, you know, Canadian country music can compete with anything in the world, and it's uh, it keeps you on your toes. It's like it's like the rookies that are coming up, you know, behind you trying to take your spot. You just gotta make sure you're, <laughs> you maintain it. And that's kind of what I'm doing now. Well, that that's a great way to, uh, way to put it. So, I mean, you have to work so hard on on touring, and and you've already mentioned how you like doing the live shows, but. Is it, uh, I mean, once you've got, uh, you know, how many albums, what, have you got a half dozen albums that you have, have out yeah. there? Yeah, so, yeah, we're working on our eighth one now. Oh, you're working on your eighth. Sorry, you got seven already. So what's it like going back into the studio and I'll, I'll, I'll phrase it this way, because I imagine you want to do something that sounds like Gord Bamford, but mm-hmm. you don't want to repeat yourself. Is that part of the challenge? Yeah, it is a challenge for sure, Reed, but something like the you know, music's changed so much. You know, it's just the what country music was back when I started isn't necessarily what it is today. But um, I've kind of been able to make sure that I just stick with what I'm good at. You know, and 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 that's really what I do, and it's what I've been doing since the first record. It's really just keep it simple type of type of philosophy. You know, so I'm I'm trying to make a new record now, and you hear you hear the different sounds, but I'm looking at. I'll look at something, I'll go now, you know, if George Strait was going to cut a record in 2017, what type of record would he do? I mean, that's what I would do. You know, it's, that's where I came from. And I think the fact that we've kept it simple and, and fairly relatable and, and and people haven't gotten scared away from what I do is probably the key to the success. I mean, a lot of people chase trends and try to figure out, you know, what they're going to get on the radio. But I think what they really need to understand is, it's just about great music. It's about trying to find the best song you can find and something that can connect with people, and and then they connect with you. And that's just really been my story. Yeah, well, that's a great way to put it. That's great advice, I think, for people trying to excel in anything, for sure. Gord, it's a sports show. You're a huge uh, Edmonton Oilers fan. Um, yeah. So uh, I believe you were at the game in, in Nashville, so a bit of a bummer that night. But just yeah. how, how are you feeling about uh, about the, uh, the season overall? Well, it's, you know, it's exciting to, to see what they're... 
you know, they've been doing it for a lot of years. It's really exciting to see it come together here. And um, yeah, I've been a I've been a fan since the Gretzky days. My mom bringing me up to the rink. And, um, it's just really exciting to see the team and the youth they got in it. And obviously, uh, you know, arguably, I mean, we could argue, you know, the best player in the world right now on, on that team at a young age. And um, it's pretty exciting for a diehard Oilers fan like me. So it's. Yeah, it's funny because I do lots of different stuff with different NHL clubs. So I do go up to Calgary and and uh, you know and I, I I get bugged a little bit, but you know I'm just a fan of hockey and the Flames are always good about dressing my kids up in Flames jerseys when I get up there just to bug me. But uh, <laughs> you know it's uh, it's been good. You know I just I enjoy the whole uh, the whole thing and getting to meet everybody and uh, Edmonton's here again here in, in a couple weeks. So I'm looking forward to going to that game. Yeah, right on. Um, you mentioned you, you, you. Where did you play junior, Gord? Well, I just as far as I went with junior B. So okay. I played just out of Lacombe and nice. Uh, I went to a couple camps and some, never really went that far. I was a, I was more of a tough guy, believe it or not. So well, in junior B, I think everybody has to be, don't they? <laughs> yeah, that was the that was back in the jungle there. I think it's still the same, but uh, yeah, I had it. Played hockey growing up, you know, loved it and. Uh, still do today i mean got a chance to you know go out and play with the order alumni before christmas there up in white court and meet some of the the heroes that i watch you know paul coffee and had a chance to hang on the bus and talk to those guys and just kind of neat i think craig simpson put it the best you know i played in a charity game way back when and craig you know every every rock star wanted to play in nhl and vice versa so it's been kind of neat. That's that's a good way to put it. You want to ask them about uh, their hockey careers, and they want to ask you what it's like to to, to play music for sure. Are you uh, now when you get out there? Are you uh, are you a uh, are you a dangler? Are you a back checker? Or are you just trying to keep up? <laughs> well, no, I I'm I'm trying to keep up nowadays. But no, I played forward, and you know it's uh, I get I'm playing in quite a few different uh, charity game alumni games. But I'll tell you, Brownie's one of the best guys to play with because he's still got hands and he. You can put the puck on your stick, you know, anywhere you are. So uh, I think I play. I played a couple times with Brownie and had about fifty shots on goal and could hardly bury it. So I said no finish that game. <laughs> People have told me that that uh, Rob still has really really good hands uh, and that oh, yeah, uh, you know, he's still great forty nine goal season in the NHL. Obviously, uh, Gord the, the website GordBanford.com, Obviously, all your I assume you got you're on iTunes and all the download and streaming yep. stuff. Uh, and I got to yeah, ask. You bet. I got to ask about one other thing uh, because I was looking on your website, and I know it's important to you. Can you just tell us a little bit about the uh, Gord Bamford Foundation, uh, what you're involved with, and, and why this is close to your heart? Yeah, well, this has been uh, you know the most you know gratifying thing I've ever been a part of. You know, we started it. This is this is our tenth year, which is exciting, and uh, started it uh, for the golf tournament. Started back in Lacombe and set up a flatbed trailer on the golf course. Way we went, and we we're raising money and for kids. And long story made short, we're we're not in a flatbed trailer anymore because we can't get enough people in. We everything's the gal is in red there. We golf on the comb, and we're just shy of three million dollars right now. And all the money goes to uh, it's youth driven. It's it's big brothers and big sisters. It's Make a Wish foundations, installery hospitals. It's multi use facilities, the small communities. It's kids sport, and a lot of it is. Uh, a lot of it is something that you know has impacted my life along the way. Of, from when I was a little guy growing up, I was involved in all that stuff. Big brothers and big sisters, and 
Um, we do lots of stuff in small communities for for anything, whether it be athletic, you know, parks or wheelchair accessible parks or arenas. And anybody can go on uh, on on our website and apply for funding. And yeah, it's just been amazing. It's just uh, it's an, an amazing thing. So uh, looking forward to year ten here. Well, good for you to to be part of that. Uh, now, do you have a? You're working on album number eight. Is there a projected, a hopeful release date, or are we just gonna wait? Yeah, there's gonna be a single coming out here uh, right around um, September, Canadian country music time, and we got a Canadian tour that's just getting locked now. I think the tour starts in Ontario, January 25th. And it will run right across right across the country. So uh, we're involved with the Big Valley Jamboree this year, so we're excited about that and. Uh, Looking forward to getting back up to Alberta and playing some shows. Well, Gord, it's it's great to talk to you. I'm I'm so grateful that you made time for the show, and I'm glad your career is going well. And I I know everybody appreciates uh, your passion for the Oilers for sure. And I, I think we can safely say to everybody, if you ever have a breakfast beer, Gord Bamford <laughs> says it's okay, right? Yeah, that's right. I do <laughs> want to thank that, you know, uh, Coach McCollum and all the Oilers organization that had us. Uh, down underneath for their skate and the kids got to meet meet all their heroes so that was pretty awesome so i want to thank those guys for that and looking forward to seeing them here again uh, in a couple of weeks i think there's about 10 of my buddies coming up from the edmonton area i think dr sake's coming in so i'm a little scared but uh it uh, it should be good <laughs> excellent stuff gord i hope we can do this again how about this let's do this again during the playoffs sound like a plan yeah love to yeah anytime right on thanks gord right, thanks for having me Country music star Gord Bamford from Lacombe, Alberta, calling in from Nashville tonight. Uh, Yeah, so new single from him in September. The most recent album, Tin Roof, came out in April of 2016, and it was the CCMA album of the year. Gord's doing well, loving what he's seeing from the Edmonton Oilers so far this season. Fun show. You can text 630-630. The phone number is 780-496-0063. We will uh, update the scoreboard, Boston taking it to San Jose tonight, so uh, that'll help the Oilers. And uh, Darian Durant, Shamad Chambers, a uh, couple football players coming up in the last half hour. This is Matt Hendricks from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 Chet. Well, great to have Gord Bamford on the show. We had John Short on earlier. Tomorrow, the Oilers will be back from their bye week, a uh, late afternoon practice, so we'll have all the latest there. And uh, former Olympic gold medalist Becky Scott scheduled to join us as well. The Edmonton Eskimos have signed Shamad Chambers to a two-year deal. Former Eskimo coming back. He spent last season with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. They released him. Marcus Howard, defensive end for the Eskimos, will not be going to free agency. He gets a contract extension today. I know a caller last night said he was worried about losing Marcus Howard. That is not going to happen. The uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders are denying that they uh, held a workout for Johnny Manziel. This would have been illegal, obviously. Uh, Chris Jones, the GM of the team, in a statement, says the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have not held or attended a workout involving Johnny Manziel. With that, I will not be commenting further on the report. I guess I could have read that in Chris Jones's accent, but I decided not to. Uh, the football blog Three Down Nation reported that the Riders worked out Manziel in Florida last month. He's an NFL free agent, but his CFL rights belong to the Hamilton Tiger Cats. The CFL says it is looking into the situation. Riders have been in trouble before with Chris Jones at the helm. We'll see how this works out. 
All right, Shamat Chambers back with the Eskimos. He's coming up. We'll also talk to Montreal Alouettes quarterback Darian Durant. The Oilers news today, Anton Lander and Jordan Osterley called up from the farm. I wonder what's going on with Benning and Russell. Remember, they didn't play in Montreal on Sunday. Curious to see if they will practice tomorrow. It's Inside Sports on Chet. You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio 630 Chet. All right, so everyone, the Oilers 5 o'clock practice tomorrow. Home game against Chicago on Saturday. It's on 630 Chet. The face-off show will be at 630. The game will start at 8. Lander and Osterley called up from Bakersfield today. My name is Reed Wilkins. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Uh, Jen Kish. An athlete you got to know last year on this show and watching her in the Olympics in Rugby Sevens. Uh, they won their uh, competition last weekend, the Sydney Sevens. And uh, as a result, Canada has moved up to third in the standings in that international series. Jen was back in action after missing some time with a neck injury. Their next Sevens tournament in Las Vegas, March 3rd to 5th. So congratulations to Jen and team. Eskimos news today. Marcus Howard, contra- Marcus Howard contract extension. He's a defensive lineman. And receiver Shamad Chambers, who was released by Saskatchewan, has signed with Edmonton. He's coming back. Shamad, welcome back to Inside Sports. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Just here in Toronto, the sun shining today, which is not usually, so it's a great day. And you're back as a, as an Edmonton Eskimo. Uh, just, just how do you feel about returning to the green and gold after a year in Saskatchewan? Honestly, it's it feels great. Uh, you know, it, it felt weird watching watching the guys on the field and stuff like that, like and being in another uniform and stuff like that for a year. But you know, it just feels amazing to be able to be able to come back. You know, this is a unique situation that you know doesn't always get to happen in pro sports, especially not this quick. You know, so. Um, it was obviously an interesting experience, but you know I'm glad that 2017 I'm uh, at the basketball. What for you? I mean, clearly you're happy to be coming back, and and just from your answer there, yet you have a strong connection to Edmonton and the Eskimos. What is it about the organization and the city that I guess made you feel at home and sort of like that's where you belong while you were here? I think for me, uh, you know, it's 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 honestly just a. A long story of things of just you know events happening throughout <laughs> the the uh, four years that I was there, and obviously the six years that I've been in the CFL, just different things that have happened. And you know when you you know when you get drafted and you get drafted by a team, and I miss uh, what is it rookie camp and everything that was going on, and I got there. It's it's just been like such a such a I wouldn't say a roller coaster in a bad way, but it's just been fun, right? And I mean it's just good to be able to come back to a place that you feel comfortable in and you know, for four years I was in Edmonton more than I was home and I felt fine here all the time, so you know I'm excited. I'm ex- I'm actually just excited to be back. 
Well, that's good to hear. And I know when we spoke last season, we, we talked about your passion for music, and, and I believe you're uh, big into vinyl, which I sort of yes. laughed at because it's so easy to get music digitally now. But but is, is, is there a spot in Edmonton where you're going to go to get get your vinyl, or is there something along those lines that makes you happy about coming back? Honestly, I'm like thinking to myself before, I'm like, yeah, there's going to be so many more vinyl places in Edmonton. But I haven't even figured that out yet. I haven't even thought about that. So I've been uh, I've been slowing down since I've been home a little bit because it's a little easier. Uh, but I'm going to have to tweet out what's the best like vintage vinyl place in Edmonton so, <laughs> so I can go in at least once a day. I mean, once a, at least once a week, and see what they got, what they got in stock. Now, what, I've gotten a couple recently. What do you like to buy? Do you get like new stuff on vinyl, or do you look for older uh, artists and some of their previous <laughs> releases? I do. I do both because okay. I look at like I look at new things and say eventually they're going to be vintage, right? Like eventually they're it's going to be what the vintage vinyls are today so I get like I mean I go b- back and forth like I have this really good Frank, Sin- Frank Sinatra that I like really enjoy and it's just it's funny to hear like the differences in sounds right and what they had to work with back then so I have like a Hotel California for uh, the Eagles <sighs> I don't know I think I have a Bruce Springsteen album Born in the USA yeah Jeez. Rolling Stones like I, I, I change it up a little bit. It's not just rap and R and B. That's for sure. I have like I definitely. I have born, I, I have born in the USA on tape. I think. <laughs> I should, really? I should give it to you. <laughs> yeah, my agent's a big, uh, a big fan. So he was like, "You should get all these." I was like, "I don't really listen to him, but I do know that song." So. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Shamad Chambers back with the Edmonton Eskimos joining us in Inside Sports. I know you're a big basketball fan as well. What, what did you think of that scene in New York last night with uh, Charles Oakley being being removed <laughs> for, for well, it, we don't really know for what because there are different sides of the stories, but that, that was pretty bizarre to see an ex-player uh, thrown out of the arena like that. Yeah, that was wild. I saw it on uh, your, you know how uh, Instagram is, so you don't have to be watching the game to see it. Like, you, you're going to see it literally, like, it's going to go viral within, like, five minutes of being online. But I think they should get the audio for that and figure out what happened because that looked wild. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because there's certainly a lot of uh, stuff from both sides of the story coming out from that. Um, just one more thought here, coming back to the Eskimos. Obviously, the, the receiving core will not look the same as when you left. Darrell Walker is gone. Uh, they got a new guy, Brandon Zilster, that burst onto the scene last year. Oh, so yeah, he's great. You like him, eh? Well, 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 how come? Yeah, I liked him in, uh, in training camp. When we, went to, when we came to Edmonton, I'm like, who's this guy running all these slides? and jumping over people. <laughs> and then, like, when the, the couple times that we came and he wasn't playing early in the year, he'd be working out. And I was like, and, like, we come out early, so, yeah. He's good. So you saw some potential in him. All right, that's that's good to hear. Well, Shamad, again, welcome back to the Eskimos. Welcome back to Edmonton. It's always a pleasure to have you on Inside Sports, and I look forward to seeing you at training camp. Thank you. I look forward to seeing you as well. Should be fun here. 
Excellent stuff. Shamad Chambers back with the green and gold. Sounds like he's coming home. Uh, I don't think it was an overly great experience for him with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Wow, really like Brandon Zilster. That's good to hear. I think a lot of you guys, you, I mean, we were pretty impressed with Zilster when he came in late in the season, right? Another guy kind of Walker-esque sitting on the practice roster. Kellen gets oh, to jump in, made an impact late in the season. So you hope that there's something there, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And the only thing is he's going to get better as the years and the experience go on and that stuff and bringing in guys like Chambers can only help the equation. Yeah, Can't well, you hope it. so. And I, the thing I liked about Zilster is you could get him the ball with a high percentage pass, and he was able to, to then make plays and make moves with the ball. So hopefully that adds a, another little element to their offense for sure. It is Inside Sports on 630. Ched, the Boston Bruins have uh, done the Edmonton Oilers a little bit of a favor here. They have knocked off the San Jose Sharks tonight by the score of 6-3. So the Sharks still first place in the Pacific, four ahead of both the Oilers and the oh the Ducks won. So uh, the Ducks won 5-2 over the Sabres. So now it's San Jose 70 points, Anaheim 68, Edmonton 66. That's the top of the Pacific Division. Other scores, Islanders beat the Flyers 3-1. Capitals double up the Red Wings 6-3. Rangers add the Predators 4-3. Vancouver shuts out Columbus 3-0. The Blues and Maple Leafs are tied 1-1 in the third. 13 minutes left in Ottawa. 2-2 tie with the Stars. 6-1 LA leading Florida in the third period. Late in the first period, the Penguins are up 1-0 on the Avs. And the Canadians lead the Coyotes 2-0. Pacioretty has his 26th of the season. We will catch up with Darian Durant. Longtime Saskatchewan Rough Rider, now a Montreal Alouette. And I believe he's in Atlanta. So I wonder what the mood is like in that city. That's when we get back. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. There are some athletes you just associate with a certain team, and then it's weird when you see them in another uniform, but you're going to experience that this CFL season. Quarterback Darian Durant has gone from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders to the Montreal Alouettes. Darian, welcome to Inside Sports. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to have you on the show. Darian Durant of the Montreal Alouettes. It sounds a little weird for me to say it. <laughs> How's it uh, sounding for you to, to hear it, uh, changing teams after all those years in Saskatchewan? It, it was a little weird at first, but, uh, you know, by by this time, you know, I'm pretty much used to it. Uh, had a great ride in Sask, but um, I'm looking forward to playing in Montreal and uh, looking forward to having some fun. Right on. Uh, you know, when when you look back on your time in Saskatchewan, obviously, you know, a couple champions there, championships there, and the the, the 2013 one, uh, obviously winning at home. Just just how will you look back on that time there, playing before such passionate football football fans? Well, you know, the main thing that comes to mind for me is just the turnaround of that uh, organization uh, when I first got there. Uh, you know the team. It would. It was finally building some steam financially, uh, trying to get back on his feet. And uh, you know to see where that organization has come from the time I got there till now. You know, opening up a new stadium and uh, you know the the amount of guys that we've had that will probably enter the Plaza of Honor. 
you know, there in Saskatchewan. It's just it's just great to see it see it grow. So um, it was great to be a part of that, and uh, that's what I'll remember most. So when the schedule came out, what did you think when you saw Saskatchewan at Montreal? That's the very first game of the season. <laughs> I was excited. I was excited. Uh, you know, what better way to, to start the season uh, for the fans? Uh, you know, it's, it's you know a, a new regime here in Montreal. Um, you know, your quarterback going against their old team. Uh, you know, it's a lot of buildup going into that game. Uh, you know, both for the players and the fans. So uh, I was excited when I saw it, and uh, you know, it gives you a little extra motivation. You know, as you train every day. No, I'm getting way ahead of myself, and I know athletes hate when media people do that, but I'll just ask this question anyway. <laughs> Friday, October 27th, is Montreal at Saskatchewan. Uh, have you thought mm-hmm. about what the reception might be like? Or, uh, or, 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 you know, visiting teams always tell me that there can be some good heckling in Saskatchewan as well once you get into the game. <laughs> have, you, have you thought about what uh-huh. that might be like? <laughs> Not really. Uh, you know, I, I don't like to think that far ahead, you know, uh, you know, when you've been in situations where you've been injured and, uh, you know, as your career goes on, you, you you know, you try to take things one game at a time. So that's how I'm looking at it. Uh, you know, it, it's starting with the playbook this off season, and then it's preseason and then it's Saskatchewan week one. And then, uh, you know, we'll go from there. But, uh, you know, I, I think the fans will, will give me a nice reception. Uh, you know, I didn't leave on bad terms. And, uh, you know, so I think it'll be good. You know, your reference injuries, how how are you feeling? I know 14 and 15 especially were, were tough for you. I mean, heck, in, in 15 you only got to play in, in one game, and that was disappointing to, to you know, not be able to see you play that year. But just, just how are you feeling at this point in your life and, and career and given what you've been through recently? I feel great. I feel great. Uh, last year was just, you know, when you're coming off a, a major injury like an Achilles, uh, it just takes some time to, to get your feet back under you, to get going. And, uh, you know, last year, that's, that's kind of what I was going through. But this off season I can, you know, just fully train, uh, get my speed back, uh, get all the strength back in my legs, you know, all that stuff that you can't do while you're just strictly rehabbing. Uh, you're able to train those other areas of your body and get back to normal. And uh, I feel great right now. All right, well, that's good to hear. Darian Durant joining us inside sports on 630 Chet, quarterback for the Montreal Alouettes. Hey, you know, a big off-season story in the CFL was uh, Henry Burris going out on top. He he wins the Grey Cup, and uh, then he decided to retire a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, just a uh, comment on Henry, maybe just what he meant to you and, and other quarterbacks in the league, even though he was a, a, a rival and a, and a competition for a lot of you guys. It, it seems like he had a lot of respect for around the league as well. What are you going to remember about Henry? Just just, uh, just the biggest competitor. I mean, uh, you know, of course for me, uh, just battling Hank in those uh, Western Finals in 9 and 10 uh, as I was a young and up-and-coming quarterback, uh, you know, you just have so much respect for a guy like that. And, uh, you know, every time, you know, you see, you know, back in the day it was Calgary, but now Ottawa, whenever they had a game and you're preparing for another opponent across the league, you know, you want to see what Henry did against those guys because, you know, he, he, he had an MVP season in 15 and then uh, came back with a, a great cup the following year. So uh, he's a guy we all look up, look up to around the league, uh, uh, you know, a for sure Hall of Famer, and uh, we're going to miss him.
Yeah. All right. Well, we, we were just talking briefly here before we came on air, Darian, and you mentioned you're in Atlanta. So I got to ask you this. How is that city doing right now? Oh, man, it's uh, <laughs> it's like a funeral around here. Uh, honestly, I mean, I remember, uh, you know, getting up to work out Monday morning, driving downtown, and uh, it's usually traffic, you know, backed up for miles, but you could just drive straight through the city, downtown Atlanta. Uh, it was just devastating for the city. I can, you know, I think about the, the economic gain that could have come from uh, that team winning as long as the, along with the joy that would come with it. So uh, it was just devastating for the city, uh, you know, and I feel bad for them for sure. You know, in your career, like any athlete who plays for a long time, you, you've been on both sides of comebacks like that. As you were watching it, just what was what was going through your mind and, and what were you seeing as a quarterback? Well, as a quarterback, you know, you first and foremost, you know that you can never count out Tom Brady. I mean, this guy has shown uh, time and time again what he's capable of in the fourth quarter. So he's never out of it. And, uh, you know, so that was my main thought. But And as, as New England continued to chip away, Atlanta couldn't get any momentum going. And uh, once they got knocked out of field goal range to kind of go up 11 and gave New England an opportunity with – with, uh, you know, too much time on the clock, in my opinion, in a one-score game, I knew New England was going to come back and, and uh, you know, take that game. Yeah, well, you, it just, yeah, you're right. I mean, after they didn't get that field goal, then you thought, like, oh, man, that door is wide open, right? So, yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. Hey, um, when you, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, especially when you're playing against Tom Brady, for sure. Yeah. Hey, uh, tell me a little bit about how your brother is doing. Uh, just, Justin, he's your younger brother, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. How's, uh, uh, he's been in the NFL, what, almost 10 years now? Yeah, this was his 10th year. Uh, he just, uh, this is his first year back in Dallas after he did a year in Atlanta. And, uh, you know, it's just been a joy over the past 10 years to just follow him, watch him grow, uh, and compete at a high level. I mean, just to see, I was at the, uh, the playoff game against Green Bay. And, uh, you know, it's just a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see uh, that game played at such a high level live. And uh, it's been a joy seeing him grow over the past 10 years. Well, it's got to look – the future has – I know the Cowboys obviously didn't get as far as they would have liked after a great regular season. But with uh, a young quarterback and a young running back, it's got to be pretty positive there. No, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, you when you when you look at an organization and, and you have a quarterback and a running back in place, you have that foundation to build around. So uh, it's not hard to – I mean, it's not easy to find in the NFL. I mean, there are so many teams that are struggling to find uh, that quarterback that can uh, sit in there and take them to the next level. So for Dallas, uh, it's a good thing. And, you know, just looking forward to seeing them. Right on. Well, Darian, it's great to catch up with you. Really appreciate you making time for us here in Edmonton. Yeah, you guys are here June 30th. I know Eskimos fans are going to be telling me they're already getting to, to make noise to bother you on that day. So <laughs> I know you're ready for it. A lot of, a lot of battles with uh, you know, some great fans in Edmonton. Uh, we've had a lot of good battles out there, so looking forward to it. All the best in Montreal, Darian. Thanks for your time. All right. Thank you. Take care. Darian Durant, new chapter of his career now with the Montreal Alouettes. 
Also want to thank our other guests tonight, Eskimos receiver Shamad Chambers, country music star Gord Bamford, and longtime Edmonton broadcaster and sports reporter John Short. Fun show. Oilers back at practice tomorrow. We'll have the latest on that on Inside Sports. Also Olympic gold medalist Becky Scott. Oh, and I think Jason Strudwick's going to be on the show tomorrow as well. Kellen Kennedy, the studio producer this evening. Dave Campbell is the producer of the show. My name is Reed Wilkins. Always a pleasure talking to you. Charles Adler tonight is next. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.